Welcome, everybody, back to another great, exciting, and wonderful, unrelated at birth. As always, you've got the one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, coming to you live and in living color all the way from the top of the state of Alabama. That's right, in Madison, Alabama, where, as always, I have brought along a friend. This time, as last time, from the great white north, where the city just lost to Pittsburgh, where I know his wife is happy, even though she lives in the city. The one, the only, BK Brian Key. What's going on, sir? What's up? I mean, I feel like, you know, this is my second episode, you know, technically on the uh, revamp. I feel like I'm second interview on a job I didn't know I wanted. So this is pretty cool. you were you came to me as soon as I said, "Hey, Adam's leaving the show." Your first thing was, "Hey, I'm here if you ever need me." Yeah, of so, course. You know, just we got you. I'm a good friend. I mean, don't you think? Yeah, you are. You are a good friend. Mm-hmm. You are a good friend. Yeah. But yeah. you know, you said it was a job you never wanted. <laughs> and there's, you know, playing around. And it's, it's funny that you said the Great White North because. Already talking snow. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be like, you know, like you just said, the great white north, but yeah, there's talking about some wet snow or something coming. I don't think this week, maybe next, but you know, we're in that season now. The coldest. So you said not this week's or week or next for, for Cleveland. The coldest it is going to get between now and November 10th. According to my uh, 48 News app, which is 48 is our NBC affiliate, mm-hmm. uh, the lowest it'll be is 36. Oh, that's kind of cold. Which is chilly. Yeah. It is chilly, for, but that is also the same day as the Alabama LSU game. Uh, so we'll actually yeah. be, out on, we'll be <laughs> the, out on our porch. The night game, you know, yeah. another night game. Go figure. You know. I'm okay with that. I am totally okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay because you know you can get stuff done during the day. You know, you don't feel like you're rushing or missing out on anything, and then you just you know watch some football. And, you know, yeah. I'll be making plenty of Cajun food. In fact, we're probably going to make either crawfish etouffee or mm-hmm. some uh, or a shrimp boil, low country shrimp boil, and uh, enjoy some some food. And my wife will probably make. I hope she's hearing this. Uh, she might make if she hears me her amaretto bread pudding. Mm. Which is so good. That sounds wow. pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Carrie says ear holes. Yes, Carrie, you're finally here. You're a little late, sir. Um, mm. Although I need to revamp the theme song because right now all I'm doing is is playing that last unrelated at birth part. But I've got to figure out because right now it's still got Adam's name in it and all mm-hmm. that. I, I might try to figure out how to bleep out his name and just like manually put. <laughs> To be announced. What is it, Dave and Adam or two of a kind? So it would be yeah. Dave and TBH. Yeah. <laughs> or Dave or and... Mm-hmm. Dave and... Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave, Carrie, Dave, you have to wash the Braves jersey on off days. Hey, this is a new Braves jersey, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I just got it today. It's got the Chipper Jones Hall of Fame patch from 2018. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And then it's got the the old 1995 World Series patch. And and for those Uh-oh. watching. I mean, yep, number 10. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, got, it's got his autograph on it. No. Oh. Pitched in. Do so, we, we want to know how much you paid for it? 
actually, this was this is a uh, Mitchell and Ness knockoff I got on eBay for twenty five dollars. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's that's pretty good then. It is very good. I yeah. yeah, Carrie's an old Mets fan. Who's Chipper Jones? I remember a Larry Jones. Larry Jones. <laughs> hey, he owned the city of New York so much he named his son Shay. Did did he uh, did he own it like Aaron Rodgers owns Chicago? Yes, very much so. Very much so. All right, so we're not here to talk sports, even though we're here on a very weird and random Monday night when we should have been here last Tuesday mm-hmm. because of the Atlanta Braves and the World Series. I was really hoping to come and talk to you when the Atlanta Braves are the world champions and uh, Rob Manfred had to hand out a, a World Series trophy in the city of Atlanta when he took the All-Star game away from the city of Atlanta. I would have loved to hear that chorus of booze in Atlanta, but we will we'll we'll still get the trophy hopefully in uh, in Houston either Monday night or Tuesday night or Wednesday night. Anyway, we are not here to talk sports. We are here to talk Marvel's What If and what it means. First off, we're going to give our critique about of the the eight. I guess it was eight episodes. Uh, the eight mm-hmm. episodes series. Eight eight uh, supposed to be nine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and what it means for the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward, uh, if it's Phase Four, Phase Five, Phase Twenty Seven, who knows phases? Anyway. I don't know phases. Yes. Um, so we will first, Brian. What what was your thoughts on it? I, I mean, let's just go overarching. What did you think about it up front? Um, as the whole entire season, yes. as as a. How, how did it feel on the whole? On the whole, yeah. <laughs> For a Doctor um, Doctor Evil reference, mm-hmm. that's two. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I, I liked Mr. it. Who does um, number two work for? Who does number two? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, but I I, I thought it was great. I, th- I found it really interesting that Marvel is not wasting any of these uh, Disney Plus episodes. They are not actually, at all intertwining them into the cinematic universe because you know so, some some they you know like they, they like probably dc you know think like uh dc has you know the titans which i don't think intertwines into the cinematic no nope. well, i'm thinking it? flash no it does not i'm thinking flash flash, flash. will not because there's two totally different flashes now Maybe somewhere long down the road, when we do Flashpoint, maybe we'll see Grant Gustin. In, maybe because in the Ezra Miller movie. Yeah, Ezra Miller was in one episode of The Flash during the right. whole, you know, uh, was what is it, the Crisis of Infinite Earths or something? I think he was right, in there, right. So yeah, he was. No, but yeah, but going back to Marvel, like you know, you think like an animated show, they're just like yeah, we'll just throw some stories out there, but. They actually tie it to the multiverse big yep. time. Whenever you watch, like, what does it start on episode six? I think. Well, it's it really, really started off. on episode. It started on episode one when you see the Watcher really far back, and he's he's kind of watching this. What if uh, Agent Carter becomes Captain Marvel, or yeah, not mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, Captain Carter, Cap- um, and uh, Peggy and, Carter takes the serum instead right. of Steve Rogers. So right. That which, happened. which, and what's fun is all of these are comic book accurate. I mean, they did a what if comic mm-hmm. book series and I'll be honest, 
when they announced Disney Plus way back in 2019, this was one of the the series that got me excited about Disney Plus because this was one that that they announced when they announced the Disney Plus streaming platform, and um, you know I, we had to wait two years for it now, mm-hmm. and. I, now I know why we had to wait because it, it basically picks off right where Loki stops. You know, it, yes. Loki mm-hmm. stops. We are fully introduced into the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And, and now we get, you know, a look at these other multiverses. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So it, it was, it's nine episodes, but really it's, it's eight episodes because episode eight and nine are intertwined, I think. Well, I mean, officially it was supposed to have been nine episodes, so um, I don't want to skip ahead, but the when the Watcher was gathering up the Guardians of the Multiverse, you throw Gamora in there, like, wait, which one was Gamora? And I actually had to go through some research that they had actually planned for nine. Um, because of COVID, that ninth episode was not um, animated and, you know, uh, recorded, so oh. to speak. So... They did say that in season two, and yeah, there's a season two coming out that they were going to show that episode. So okay. it was a little bit confusing that, you know, all of a sudden he goes to a different universe where Gamora and Iron Man are together, yeah. you know, trying to now, get rid of the Infinity Stones. And that was that missing episode that we never got to see. So I, I'm looking at it. It does say it's episode nine. So I think there's supposed to be 10 episodes. Maybe and, it was 10. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and there were nine, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, I guess episode eight where they she he comes up and says, and here's Gamora. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like, wait, where she come from? What? Yeah. Why? What? Mm-hmm. Who? Why? But so let let's just go through it episode by episode. Episode okay. one is uh is Captain Carter. I, yes. I think besides the last one, that was probably my favorite episode because and they started off really strong, um and and, and honestly, I want to see now a real movie version of Captain Carter in the next movie. Yeah, same. I mean, I always like it when they throw in Captain Carter or, you know, Peggy Carter into it. You know, I really liked what they did with uh, uh, Endgame. You know, they threw her in there. They also put her in the Ant-Man movie because uh, Haley Atwell does a really good job at playing uh, Agent Carter. And we actually, I don't know if you saw it too, Dave, but they actually had a television series on ABC called yep. Agent Carter. And my wife and I, we watched all of them. And she loved them because she likes the uh, the strong female characters. Like she loved uh, uh, ScarJo in Iron Man 2. She thought she was a badass. And Agent Carter, she thought the same thing. So, you know, first episode of this, I really liked that they put uh, Peggy Carter. And it's actually voiced by the actual... Peggy Carter in the movie, Haley Atwell, she came on and voiced, you know, for Captain Carter. And I would be down for a, a, a live action version of that, but I don't know how buff that Haley Atwell can get. That would be the only other thing because she was, you know, Captain Carter was really buff in this, you know, so right. it's kind of interesting to see how they would do that. Yeah, it is, but it's also, I, I don't know. I, I think that they can do a lot of movie magic. Yeah, we, we know that they can do a lot with cgi these days yeah so. or just just not even worry about it and do like you know brie larson i mean if if you follow like her instagram she's been posting pictures of her working out getting ready for the next captain marvel movie so you could just like throw that out like yeah okay this is 
Captain Carter because it's actually, you know, Peggy Carter from from, you know, Captain yeah. America, the first Avenger. Yeah, I, I, I want to see it. Uh, so episode two, we get what if T'Challa becomes a, a Star-Lord? It doesn't say Star-Lord, a Star-Lord. Oh, a Star-Lord? Okay, yeah. yeah. This actually was the most anticipated um, episode because it was supposed to have been Chadwick Boseman's last um, recordings as, you know, T'Challa, but... And I thought that, oh, it's just going to be this one episode and that could be it. But he was in a lot more episodes, which I thought was yeah. great. Uh, and so everyone is like, oh, yeah, this is this is the greatest episode because it's, you know, Bozeman's last. Honestly, I didn't – I thought it was cool, but I, I don't I didn't really like it that much, honestly. Yeah, I thought it missed the mark a little bit. I thought this was more of a Killmonger episode than um... – Actually, no, Killmonger was later. He was not in that, you know, yeah. That yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what I thought more about this one was this was where um, we get a Thanos who is a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I wasn't a big fan of that. I, I, I think that I don't want my Thanos to be watered down. <laughs> exactly, because I thought that, you know, if T'Challa was a Star-Lord, so he – Reformed the Ravengers, he convinced Thanos not to go after the Infinity Stones. I, that's not the Thanos that I know that we saw right. in the movies. That he's not, you know, his goal was, you know, half the universe uh, to be, you know, taken out so the other half could live. He was dead set on that. And I don't think that, you know, as great as T'Challa is, I don't think he can actually convince Thanos to, hey, bro, don't do that. Don't do it. No, no. I didn't yeah. believe it either. I thought it was kind of, you know. Yeah, dull. Uh, yeah, and then we get what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Yeah, that one was kind of cool. I really yeah. liked that one, especially like... when you found out how they were dying. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I, I you know, I, we're not going to spoil it in case you haven't watched it. Um, oh, there's okay. a couple of things. There's well, we we can Brian tell them how they how they died. Well, I mean, it was interesting the way this episode started out. It started out at the end of Iron Man, or not the end, but it started out in Iron Man 2 where Tony was on the donut uh, and, you know, here comes, you know, uh, Nick Fury and that's when he learns who, you know, Black Widow is, you know, been watching him and then all of a sudden he just like, she injects that stuff in him and he dies. And everyone's thinking, okay, what just happened? And then who is the next one to die? Was it Thor? I, I think, think it was the it, yeah. next one to die. Um, and then they went after, uh, you know, Clint, I think was the next. I know Clint killed, um, killed Thor, but it was actually uh, Ant-Man. But it wasn't the Ant-Man. It wasn't Scott Lang. It was the original Ant-Man, Hank Pym, who apparently went crazy because something in this universe happened where he loses his daughter. You know, she right. was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., so she ends up dying, and then so Hank Pym blames Nick Fury, so he's just going to make sure that, you know, um, there's not going to be any Avengers. But what was funny is that Loki, since Thor is now dead, Loki becomes the new king of Asgard, comes down to Earth, and basically takes out, um, you know, Hank Pym, because he's the one who killed Thor, but in return... Loki took over the world. So that was a really interesting episode you know, all yeah. together, I thought. Yeah, it was. Um, the next episode was the saddest episode. I've I, like I've never been 
teary eyed at a cartoon really that that you're not supposed to but the what if dr strain lost his heart instead of his his hands oh that was the next episode yeah yeah um you know he keeps going back and reliving his his girlfriend dying and and then you know turns into evil dr strange Mm -hmm. um which if we want to get into my theories on the new spider-man no way home or not no way home um yeah no way home yeah the the new no way home i think this is the doctor strange we see i don't think that we see um the doctor strange we know in the true cinematic universe um that that could be yeah you never know it's because something seems off with with doctor strange in in the preview we get there is yeah um i don't know if it's going to be the exact one because um at the end of this episode uh the watcher actually contains him in his own universe because he's become so strong um well that's that's in the very end right so you're saying there yeah. could be another variant that's the same way? Right. Okay. Yeah. It could so, be. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, this episode was uh, probably I would you would you say it's their best one? Yeah, I, I would say it's the best one. Mm-hmm. I, um, I would I would say so too, yeah. I, I think that it's the best one, and this is where we get the watcher interact finally interacting with mm-hmm. somebody you know he if, if you notice in all of these nine episodes uh, okay the first seven no it's the first eight that's the first seven he gets closer and closer and closer and closer to the action mm-hmm. and then finally in eight is when he steps in and says okay i gotta break my vow right yeah i gotta do something Mm-hmm. And what, yeah, that that was it's a very emotional episode, like you're saying. And I really did yeah. like that part to where, or in the middle part, when he's absorbing all of these creatures to make himself stronger. Uh, Doctor Strange is uh, the Watcher says something. You know, I could stop him. I could tell him that he's he's uh, he's going the wrong path, but it wouldn't matter anyways. You know, and all of a sudden you see Strange like there's somebody over there, and then at the right. end when he's, you know, sort of being collapsed in his own universe, that's when the Watcher f- actually talks to him. Like, you could you could stop this, is what Strange is saying. You know, but the Watcher's like, no, I must remain, you know, distant or whatever. So it was a really good episode. I did like that one. Probably the best one to me as well. Yeah, I think so. And then, then we get the what if zombies. And mm. while it has a very big and important outcome for the end, I I did not like this episode, and and I know that this is the this is one of the most, I guess one of the most anticipated episodes because the Marvel Zombies variant and the Marvel Zombies comic is very well loved in the Marvel universe. Yeah, comic well, it, universe. Yeah, it was it was just a, a, a kind of like a comedic break almost between the yeah. episodes that we've had until now. And I did, I was thinking before this episode started, I'm like, well, how are they going to explain zombies? And they did a really good way to explain how zombies got into this universe, um, basically using the quantum realm. It's almost like their default. You know, it's just yeah. use the quantum realm, whatever happens. That, but yeah, uh, Hate Pym's wife being in the quantum realms, quantum realm so long becomes a zombie and she comes back infects everybody and then there you go you have the zombies yeah and and then you know you get the actually 
emotional uh, vision. And we don't, we rarely see the emotion of vision. And really, vision is the one that has been causing all the issues uh, because his wife, Scarlet Witch, is a zombie. And yeah, we well, that. <clears throat> yeah, they asked him uh, what, you know, what he had the cure because of the Mind Stone was supposed to be the cure. They asked him, why have you not saved anybody? And it was because, you know, Scarlet Witch was too powerful. He couldn't save her. So what was the other thing that was funny? He was actually feeding Scarlet Witch T'Challa. This is the second time we see T'Challa. And he's laying there in an operating table with no leg because Vision chopped off his leg and fed it to his woman. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Funny or, or sad? I don't know. Funny and sad in a way. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what happened to T'Challa? Oh, he's he's being yeah. chopped up by Vision, you know, and fed, to, <laughs> and fed to Wanda. I thought that was just, okay, that's where he is. Yeah. And then we leave that world and go into what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? And this probably it was my favorite episode besides the the Doctor Strange episode. I I I liked how they did this. And, and I've always thought, you know, first off, we would never had an Iron Man, no reason for him. And they, re- I, I love this this butterfly effect thinking, you know, as as a history guy. I've always thought, you know, what if, I don't know, what if something had happened? What if instead of being George Washington's right-hand man, Alexander Hamilton became a general? And, and you know, we, we, you know, it just, what or, happens? Or, or what if Stonewall Jackson didn't lose the uh, the plans for the next uh, rebel right. raid? You know, would, right. would that have turned out different? Yeah, yeah. What, ha- what if General Lee had moved up to... Uh, try to invade the North and go to Gettysburg and instead just worked his defense strategy until, mm-hmm. you know, what it's just fun, fun stuff like that. And this is, yeah. this is kind of really the first time we see a, what if scenario besides maybe the, uh, the captain Carter episode, uh, I, because the others were true variants of, of things that really couldn't have happened, but this could have happened. Killmonger could have been the one that rescued Tony Stark instead of the uh, the terrorists, and, and you know Killmonger becomes the right hand man and kind of destroys Tony Stark from the inside that way. Mm-hmm. I, I like that because it, it could theoretically have happened. Yeah, he doesn't really he, he destroys Tony Stark, but he really just uses him to get to you know his technology to where he can invade Wakanda. Right. So it's, instead of using. Um, I can't remember that. Is it Killian? I think. Yeah, Killian. Day, uh, not Killian no, Day, no, not Killian. Killian. But you know who I'm thinking Killian. of—the bad guy yeah, in yeah, yeah. in the in the Avengers. Yeah. Um, instead of using Kim, he actually used Tony Stark's technology to raise his status up to where he was. You know, get to convince him like, okay, well, all this technology is in Wakanda. We need to go after them. You know, and he he framed T'Challa. I think. Um, yeah. To get them to go to it, so yeah, it was it was kind of a more believable episode that this could have actually happened in the Marvel universe. Yep. Uh, then we get the what if Thor were an only child, and this was the fun episode. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, what if Thor was a party party animal, and Loki mm-hmm. was a you know wasn't his adopted brother, and Loki was actually an ice giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I I liked it. I I thought that this was great. It had, you know, kind of brought this the dude 
Thor uh, in in real life when he was actually fit and not fat? Mm-hmm. A little bit on, on the dude. It, it's also it could be Thor was actually uh, John Belushi's character in Animal House. Yeah. Ooh, that's a you know, and as much as I love Animal House, I'm shocked I didn't think about that. Yeah, I, I thought of it kind of more of like an Animal House because you know he's he's partying. It's kind of it's almost like a um, it could be even Ferris Bueller where he's he's doing something his parents doesn't know and he he's like getting caught or something like that. You know, from yeah, you know, uh, Fr- Frigga is his mother's name. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. this I loved it that they brought back uh, Howard the Duck. Oh, um, hands down. Yeah. You know, when Howard showed up, like it would make sense. He's he's the party animal. Why wouldn't he be there? And right. Then, of course, right. him and uh, Darcy apparently hook up in uh, in Vegas there. So I thought that <laughs> was also funny. Yeah. Yeah, but we but Darcy's not supposed to be his love. It's supposed to be uh, uh, Natalie Portman, whatever her character's name is. No, I'm talking about Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but but yeah, uh, it was still the same kind of Thor where. Um, Natalie Jane Foster still falls in love with right with Thor, even though he's this idiot, you know, more of an idiot than we've ever seen him. But yeah, yeah. I, I have a feeling uh, Hemsworth really liked playing this version of Thor because I think he loved playing the dude version in Endgame yeah. and just give him this one. He probably really enjoyed uh, voicing that character. Yeah, sure did. And uh, now then we get to the basically the main reason for this. Uh, yeah. series so we... re- real quick at the end of that thor episode introduces the next episode which i thought was really really interesting for them to do as well yeah yeah ultron coming in mm-hmm. um then we get the what if ultron won um and we start where it's only natasha and clint mm-hmm. and they have to go after this this robot um that was the the uh nazi guy from uh hydra i forget mm-hmm. his name yeah and, and use him to try to overtake all of ultron systems and basically become yeah. a a a virus oh here we are here we're talking about a virus again matrix um <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, it was dr sola was his name yeah that's but, it that's it but I, but I thought it was interesting the way that ultron won he he won by in you know, downloading his consciousness, if you want to call it that, into Vision's body. So Vision is not Vision. Right. And then later on, <laughs> you know, he he, you know, like you said, he does, he conquers the world. Um, there's just, you know, two people left. Um, but also all of a sudden Thanos showed up because he's going after the Infinity Stones and uh Ultron just looks at him and goes, Fascinating, and then zaps him down the middle and he's dead, and now he gets the Infinity Stones. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. You know, like like how how come Vision didn't do that earlier? Instead of just like you know pull the stone from my head, he could have just you know sliced Thanos in half and we would have done well. It. Because it shows Vision that we know has a bit of humanity in it, and mm-hmm. doesn't want to go for the kill. Right. I, I thought I thought that that was per, pretty much the the point of that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the end of this episode where basically we see the Watcher break his oath and say, "I've got to intervene now." Uh, because the, at the end of this episode, Ultron hears the Watcher talking out loud and said, because he's conf- conquered that universe. He's and, conquered the whole universe, not just the world. Yeah, he's conquered the universe. Right. And says, there's there's got to be something more for me to conquer. 
and he hears the watcher talking because he's this all powerful being mm-hmm. and and goes and basically breaks into the multiverse the multiplane yeah whatever the watcher is looking at all of these universes yeah he breaks into there right um so this is where we get the watcher breaking his oath going and getting all these avengers from all of the worlds yeah so yeah, Good. so real quick before that, we actually see the Watcher fight. And what's interesting is when he fights Ultron, his armor that he creates is the same technology as the Eternals that's uh, already out. It's out in theaters or it's coming out in theaters? It, it, it is out in theater. Well, mm-hmm. it might come out this week, but it's yeah. the, so far, it's the lowest rated Marvel movie ever. Yeah. I mean, people didn't like Thor, The Dark World, and I liked it, whatever. But it was interesting, the the armor that the Watcher created, the same technology as the Eternals and their their weapons and everything. So it's almost like there's a connection between the Eternals and the Watcher, and then, of course, the Celestials, as we'll f- find out in the, the Eternals movie. Yep. And so as he is fighting Ultron, before he brings up brings the Avengers from all universes, we get a extremely quick shot of him going, you know, pushing all of the universes. Mm-hmm. They fight in Mustafar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does this now mean that Star Wars is part of the MCU? Um, no, I just think that they threw that in there. It's kind of like a quick Easter egg because Disney is Star Wars and they just, you know, I'm sure probably the people who were making this are probably big Star Wars fans as everybody else is, you know, who does this kind of stuff. So I, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever see like Luke Skywalker show, but it, it, if they ever decide to do a crossover, whatever, uh, it had to be animated, then maybe we'll see. Yeah. But I, I mean- thought that was funny as well. Kevin Feige and, and John Favreau are friends. Yeah, they work for the same boss. Yeah. Yeah. So you never know. You know, it could happen. It could happen. Who, you know, what if? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, we, we get the watcher breaking his oath, going to get all the Avengers. They win. Here is my going forward. I believe, you know, if you watch, everyone else dies or everyone else is put back in their correct timeline so we think Mm -hmm. Ultron is dead the watcher tells Tony Stark you're now the watcher or not Tony Stark he tells um, Doctor Strange you know we're going to leave you here and and you have to watch all this because he's he's too powerful well he's he's watching uh, he's making sure that Killmonger and Zola because Zola takes over at the end of this episode you know Killmonger has the Infinity Stones Right. Uh, Zola has Vision's body or Ultron's body, and they're fighting for the Infinity Stones. But the Watcher collapses in the same universe as he did for um, for this evil um, Doctor Strange, and so he tells Strange that, "Hey, you're responsible for that." And Strange goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like I got anything better to do in here." So uh, he's not really the new Watcher because I think he's going to be the same Watcher. You know, it's, he's not replacing anybody, but maybe later on we might see our Doctor Strange interact with the Watcher. That would be yeah, cool. and it could be that one. Uh, yeah. But then they try to figure out what to do with Natasha mm-hmm. because her world is gone. Yeah, 
and we see him insert Natasha into a battle on the the uh, Avengers helico- helicopter or helipad or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, I think, and, and you, I know you disagree with me because we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. I think this is where we see Natasha come back somehow, some way that they that they'll figure out a way to to settle their lawsuits, and and, and this is where we see Natasha come back to the MCU. Well, they've already settled. You know, and what's actually, uh, it was kind of interesting, the article I read that said they settled is that both parties were excited to work on future projects. So she's technically still Black Widow. But what I think is that the battle that the Watcher threw this Natasha in was during Avengers 1, but it's a little bit different because uh, Loki is fighting on the, the helicarrier which he didn't do in our Avengers, Avengers 1, I think what the Watcher did was he, he threw that Natasha in to the, um, was it the third episode of What If, to where what if all the uh, Earth Earth's Mightiest Heroes die? I think that right. was the universe that he inserted that Natasha in because Loki still looks like he's, they're battling as Guardians too as well. So I think that's what he did because he must have killed the actual Natasha, you know, maybe she took Coulson's spot to where, you know, instead of, you know, as Loki was escaping, he ended up killing that Natasha. So he threw this Natasha into it. So, but what it does is that there's possibility that we could see a future Avengers movie to where he brings all the Avengers back from because multiverse, and we could yeah. see ScarJo being reinserted as Natasha. Could be. Yeah, or or it could be something where you know we've got the uh, the Hawkeye movie coming, our TV show coming up here in a few weeks. Actually, mm-hmm. um, maybe she shows up there. I don't know. I hope not, because I kind of want to see uh, what's her name be prevalent as a bad guy in this one, um, because we see her get her marching orders to go after who killed Clint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or who killed who killed uh, Natasha, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert on that. I haven't seen Black Widow, but I know which scene you're talking about because it's the... I think that's what's going to happen at the end of the Hawkeye movie to where... Uh, is it Elena? Is that her name? Yeah. Is She's going to um, confront Clint probably like the last episode, and that may lead into whatever some other tv series or movie or whatever they have coming up so i can well, see that happening be, yeah it, it could help the julia lewis dreyfus julia louis dreyfus yeah. character mm-hmm. um a little bit more i mean right now all we've seen her in is the uh falcon and winter soldier where it had uh you know uah hockey captain america uh <laughs> and and then we've only seen her we've seen her in uh black widow at the very very end Right. Well, I mean, the the replacement uh, cap is actually was it agent agent? I can't remember what the name of the actual comic character that he is now. So they they basically introduced that comic character. Um, yeah. Well, it's Fal- right now, Captain. In right now, as we stand in the MCU, is Falcon. Yeah, Falcon is now Captain America. There is no Falcon. There is you know. Um, 
uh, Sam Sam Wilson is now the new Captain America. Right, right. So he he is Captain America as we stand. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're gonna make me look up who was John Walker. What was John Walker's Captain America name? Yeah, well, I mean, it's Agent something. I can't remember what it what it was. Um, because I, uh, real quick, you know, I, I actually all Marvel episodes that I've watched, I've went on this uh, YouTube guy. They're called Screen Crush, and they really break down like the Easter eggs and they explain certain things. So. They had actually mentioned that this was just them creating that character from the comics because in the comics, uh, Steve is no longer Captain America. They replace him with John Walker. John Walker goes crazy, and then he becomes, you know, he U.S. Gets, agent. U.S. agent. Yeah, he gets kicked out of being Cap, just like he did in uh, in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I think in this comic book, uh, Steve Rogers, you know, takes over. He says, "Okay, well, I'm come out of retirement," but. You know, they're introducing this U.S. agent character, which I don't know what he's going to show up in, whatever they got coming on, but I'm really interested to see how they're going to develop this character. Yeah, yep, I agree. I agree. It's going to be interesting. Okay, so there's our our thoughts on Marvel and and the Marvel What If. We only got a couple more minutes. Uh, It's it's providential that we delayed a little bit because today a, a very important trailer that we all got excited for at the end of season two of Mandalorian. And then the trailer hit of the book of Boba. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, Brian. Meh. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's, it. it's worth a watch to make your own opinion. I, we have all had, and I was talking with Adam about this, so even though Adam's not on the show, his opinion will be heard. Um, <laughs> no, it won't. No, it won't. This is my opinion and my opinion only. Sorry. <laughs> um, we, we all have such a high opinion of what to expect from Mandalorian because Mandalorian blew everybody out of the water. Mm-hmm. We didn't, ex- you know, when season one happened and the very first, at the end of the first episode, we saw baby Yoda, Grogu, mm-hmm. you know, we all pooped our pants you know basically um <laughs> praise feloni yeah, yeah. Pra- praise feloni <laughs> praise feloni mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the way mm-hmm. um if you if you haven't found that tiktok you need to this is the way praise feloni mm-hmm. um a reading from the book of feloni uh mm-hmm. anyway um and and so when we've got boba fett back in our lives and and we have the un you know we see the the actor that played Boba Fett and he comes into the Mandalorian. Yeah, one of the actors. One right, one of the actors. We we fully expect the same treatment that we got from Mandalorian. And watching that trailer, it doesn't give me the same warm fuzzies that Mandalorian gave me. I think the trailer really throws you off because it seems like it's more of a um, political kind of thing going on. Like, it's not just like, you know, Boba Fett's going to take over Jabba's empire, as we saw at the end of, uh, you know, season two, after we all cried when Luke Skywalker came out. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it seems I like wish- the trailer is more like he's just in these meetings with all of these, you know, crime bosses on Tatooine, but we'll see. I mean, it's just trailer one. Who knows what's going to happen in the next trailer? Maybe we get some more action. We might even see. Um, some like uh, Mando, 
by maybe even some of the uh the Mandal the Mandalorians like uh uh Bo Katan, but who knows, we may not see them at all. We may just right. you know see some you know characters we never like some of the bounty hunters that we got in Empire Strikes Back. We never you know you never know. But yeah, I can see you saying meh on this trailer. But yeah, I don't know. I, I it, it had a real <laughs> Game of Thrones feel to me. Mm-hmm. Where you know it was is basically where they're sitting in those meetings where the hand and little finger and all you know are mm-hmm. sitting there just talking. I was like, you know, and then you know we got the one scene where he says, "Well, what if we don't submit?" And and mm-hmm. and then you know that's where I thought we would have seen some real. Pardon my French. I know we wouldn't have ever said this with Adam on the show, but <laughs> I, that's where I thought we would have got some real badassery, right? Mm-hmm. But none of it none of it was badassery to me yeah i think they're holding that back for a certain reason you know don't want to give up too much with the first trailer you know and i hope so i I really do yeah i think but i think it's great that um um i'm blanking on her name who's playing phoenix shan i really really think it's great that she's in this star wars episode i really liked her character in mando um, yeah. and you never know, like she may be, she's obviously Boba's right hand person. So I think, you know, more of her is always good. And then, um, Tamora Morrison being a little bit of the, um, um, oh, what's his, what's his nationality? That's same as the rock Samoan throwing some yeah. Samoan stuff in there. I think it's going to be good, but you know, trailer one, yeah, it was kind of just, Hey, here's all this stuff going on and we don't know what's going on. Yet we still can't get it. We, we got a trailer for that, and that comes out. It's the week after... December um, 29th? Yeah, the week after Christmas. Mm-hmm. But we don't have another trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> okay. That's kind of a jumping universe is there, but okay. It is, it is, and, and and you know we probably should have done this before we got into Star Wars, but <laughs> I do want to talk, and we'll end with this. Um, Filoni, not Filoni, Kevin Feige said in an article I read a couple of days ago um, on Screen Junkies or one of those, those mm-hmm. um, websites. I don't know if I sent this to you and Adam or just Adam. Uh, but he's, yeah, he said Marvel fans need to check their expectations at the door when it comes to this movie. So I'm wondering if him he's saying that getting us ready to not see Toby and Garfield. <clears throat> we're going to see, we know we're going to see Willem Dafoe and uh, the guy that plays Doc Ock. We hear his laughter at the end of the trailer. We hear his laughter, yes. But we yeah. don't know if he's in it though. We, we know we, we know that we know that Alfred Alfred Molina is yeah. in this because he, he popped out as Doc Ock, but I we, haven't and seen it. We know that Jamie Foxx is in it. Yes, we know that Jamie Foxx is in it. Yeah. So and, and I've seen where Hayden Church is also in it. Okay. As same as so we're getting a Sinister Six sort of. So if if they're bringing in some of these Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield big bads, the obvious jump would be we're working with the multiverse here. So why wouldn't we get Andrew or, or and Toby? 
but I'm mm-hmm. I'm starting to worry that we're not. Well, I mean, Andrew Garfield, every article that I read is bringing up Spider-Man. He denies it. He's saying, like, I haven't filmed anything. I don't know why this keeps coming up. So he's on the end of, like, it's not happening because basically now the movie is filmed. If he's saying, hey, I wasn't in it, then we may not get Andrew Garfield. But Toby, I mean, he's not saying anything. I haven't seen any articles saying that, no, I wasn't a part of it. You know, he's he's kind of been hush-hush. So might see Toby, but I don't know if we'll see Andrew because Andrew really burnt some bridges, um, at least from Sony. And that's maybe the reason why he's not in this movie. But it's not Sony. This is Marvel. This is Disney. Well, so- Sony is part of it. Sony huh? still has the rights to the characters of Spider-Man right. and all that universe. So they're, they're, um, these whole Spider-Man movies have been like a joint uh, studio, you know, where like, yes, Feige is in charge of it, but you know Sony still has a say in it. So maybe that's why Garfield is saying, "I'm not in this movie." I don't know why people keep telling me. We'll see. You know, the other thing that makes me wonder, and this is just—it's along the same lines. Now, actors all the all the time lie about that. I mean, we're both wrestling fans. Are you used to be? I don't know if you still follow it a lot, but Ronda Rousey for year for weeks was saying, "Oh, I'm not going to be there." I'm filming a movie in Colombia, and, and that day she shows up at the Royal Rumble. So <clears throat> actors are known to lie. But of any actor we know that could spoil it, it's Tom Holland. <laughs> and if yeah. Tom Holland mm-hmm. isn't saying anything, we probably aren't getting Toby or Andrew. I, yeah. I, I just... I mean, and honestly, I'm fine with it if we can just get Jamie Foxx as Electro and Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. I'm cool with that. I'm good because because yeah. you know Spider Man Two was probably the best one, and because of Doc Ock and the way how he played Doc Ock. So you know, you I can agree. always just lean on that. That yeah, we may not see uh, Toby and Andrew, and that's fine. I just want it to be a good movie. And hopefully, it's not the hopefully it's not the last time we see Spider Man. I have a feeling it may be. So I don't. We'll, I think we'll Di- Disney has a lot of money. Well, and, they do. Uh, and Sony is <clears throat> does not have as much money. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It, it, it's, Disney hit. Good, good. Well, I was just saying it. You know, we never really thought that Spider Man was going to be in the MCU because Sony was, you know, holding Spider Man hostage and. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, they're, the Spider-Man's in uh, Captain America Civil War. Right. Oh, really? Okay. So, Yeah. Uh, you know, I, Disney has bought companies for less. I'm looking at you, Fox mm. and X-Men. <laughs> Fox, right. Yeah. Um, okay, when are we going to get X-Men? When is that happening? Yeah. And, and I've heard that they're already started filming a, fi- a Fantastic Four. Yeah, there's going to be a Fantastic Four, but that's not X-Men, though. I know it's not, but... Yeah. I hope John Krasinski is uh, Reed, uh, Mr. Reed Richards. Yeah, yeah. Reed Richards, Mr. Uh, Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, there it is. There's our show. We we appreciate you for thinking and wondering what if with us. BK, you're off the hook. You don't have to be here next week. Um, well, well, what do you got planned next week? What do you got going next, on? Next week, you know, we had teased it once before. And Adam had some tummy issues, and I, you know, I probably did too that night. 
We are finally, I'm, I'm going to have Carrie come and join us. Or me, not us. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm going to have Carrie come join the show. Is, is he in studio? Mm. He will be in studio because this yeah, is one that, that. that's better for in studio. He, mm-hmm. Well, he'll be in, in house, but not studio. He'll right. be in Amanda's office because it'll be easier. Um, <laughs> we are finally doing the great chicken sandwich battle. Mm. Uh, five, between five and seven chicken sandwiches. Yeah. And uh, we will tell you which one <clears throat> is the best. So you, you want to go ahead and tell them which ones? Because I know I have to ask you about one of them. Okay. It's up to um, you. You don't have okay. to. Okay. Yeah, sure. Popeye's, Chick-fil-A, KFC, McDonald's, Zaxby's, Burger King, and Hardee's. Okay. So I've never had a Zaxby's chicken sandwich. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't even know because I'm always going for the uh, chicken tenders. Right. Yeah. So. I'll, yeah. I, I've heard things. I haven't had it yet. Okay. I've, uh, I haven't. Ha- yeah, I'm trying. Uh, you know, I've had a Chick-fil-A sandwich. You know, I've had a Popeye's mm-hmm. chicken sandwich. Um, I'm trying to go into this as blind as I can. Um, and and we'll, we'll see. Because apparently Burger King and Hardee's and McDonald's have all upped their chicken sandwich game. They're trying to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. It, we will see. And, and so here's the deal. I'm going to try to find a way to do it blind, not know what sandwich, where it came from. <laughs> and I'm going to try to tell you where it's from and I'm going to try to rank it. So we'll see how this goes. <clears throat> yep. Sounds like uh, Amanda's about to get involved and she doesn't know it yet. I think she knows it. Uh, so this will be <laughs> next Tuesday. The what day is next Tuesday? The ninth, the ninth. Um, and we will go from there. So if it, you know, we we have this telephone line that that Adam would used to say the you know the number it's six five zero UAB show. You hear a beep, your message, and that's when you'd hear me go beep at the end of the episode. Um, I'm going to say this: call us six five zero UAB show. Let us know show ideas and if you are willing to come on the show and help. If you are willing to be part of Unrelated at Birth, uh, the version 2. 2.0. Matt Hardy, used, Matt Hardy used to do V1 when he used to come out. Um, I, I can't see my hand. Um, <laughs> but this is version Two. I don't know. I don't know versions. Yeah, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. Anyway, guys, if you want to join the show and you don't want to be on the episode or anything like that, you can join the Facebook listener group. Brian, do you do you want to tell them about that? Yeah, the Facebook listener group is is great. You may see a bunch of Star Wars memes. You may see a bunch of uh, Dave uh, with those uh, very unfair. Hey, you can only pick three kind of things. Uh, Friday just, memes, yeah, Friday memes, you know, yeah. Uh, but no, but if you wanted to speak with everybody who you know was part of the group, we're very friendly, uh, we're very nerdy, but you know, it's a good time in there. And I, you know, I love love posting photos and seeing everybody posting photos of other nerd stuff. So it's it's a good time in there. Very fa- yep. family friendly for the most part. 
for the most part, unless you see some memes from some people. Uh, but anyway, um, that is the Unrelated at Birth listener group. Uh, you can also like the show, Unrelated at Birth, uh, on Facebook. Just like it. Tell your friends about it. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your your podcasts. And, and give us a comment there. Tell us how good we're doing. And, and if you think we're not doing good, you can email me personally. Uh, you know, I'm, My Twitter handle is at Adams 419 The show's Twitter handle is at NotRelatedBros. BK is at Dreadnought78 if you want to follow him. He does a lot of nerdy Xbox uh, tweets, mm-hmm. a lot of Alabama tweets. He, yeah. uh, he, he likes to, to subtweet me a lot. Um, you know, Sorry, I, I didn't know I was bothering you. No, no, you're not. But I made a really cool Austin Riley comment last a couple days ago. You know, Austin Riley hit a you know scored a run or scorched a a, a really hard hit ball, and I, I I did the you talk about your Psalms, you talk about your John three sixteens. Well, Austin Riley three sixteens that you know and, and I just smoked <laughs> that ball. I think that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, Brian likes to bust my chops a little bit on Twitter, and it's good. I mean, I like it. I thought you would like the whole Steve Austin going what? Yeah, what? I do love how Austin Riley uses Stone Cold's walk-up music. Why not? Yeah. Why I not? know, right? Yeah. I mean, you got a cool name. You got to use it. Mm-hmm. What? It's true. What? <laughs> anyway, all right, guys. Well, that's our show. As we say every week, guys, we love you. We thank you for joining us. We will see y'all, I would say, in two weeks, but we delayed this show so much. I delayed this show so much. We'll see you next week. So, guys, yeah. we love you. We'll see you next week. Remember, as Adam always used to say, we love you, but near, not nearly as much as Jesus does. Be kind to each other, and we'll see y'all later. Bye, guys. See ya.